All right, guys, welcome to the One Life Podcast. Here with Michael, him and I, him and I, he and I live and breathe social media. Everything he does, he says, he lives it, he breathes it, he leads by example. Uh, we're gonna get it together on a consistent basis, provide value on businesses, social media, building your brand, right? Yep. And that's exactly what you live and breathe. Absolutely. And um, like this, I and the, one of the things actually I kind of want to talk about too is um, that a lot of people don't really think about is when it comes to also coming with the process of creating content and doing this whole routine and everything like that, especially if you're doing it by yourself, you have to be careful about burnout. You know, a lot of people, when they when they are creating stuff, they are doing stuff every single day, every single day, right? And especially when you're just starting out, you get to a point where, am I seeing the results? Am I actually why getting- Why am I doing this at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, why is that happening? We've talked about that. Mm. Like, why are we doing this every day? And the thing is, we have a big enough purpose to why we're doing it, you know, whether it's the benefit we get out of helping other people, also, obviously, the financial gain out of this because you're working for yourself, you get time freedom, and then the creativity, you know, it's fun to create cool things, you know, to test yourself, to challenge yourself, to push yourself to different limits and stuff. But what happens when life happens and you lose clients and any of the videos you're doing just aren't hitting or you messed up when, like mm. you said, always check your microphone. You didn't check your microphone. I don't know if it's really working with you guys or not. Yeah, it could yeah. not be working. <laughs> So what about those kind of things? How do you, you know, go through, like what kind of advice would you give people who are starting out and they're hitting their first type of frustration? What I, I eased into it. So mm. my goal when I first started was I'm gonna post once a day, yeah. but I'm gonna do it consistently. Right. And I did it and I kept it consistent and I would, I would kind of prep. So before I got up in the morning, I would have a photo or a video or something on my phone ready to be posted before I got out of bed. I like that prep because you do something, what, like the day before, the night before, you know, to set yourself up. You're not doing it yet. You're just putting out the whatever tools that you need or you're putting out the the environment, make sure the environment's clean. And yeah, or even just pulling a photo off a hard drive onto my phone. So, so it's there ready to go. There you go. And because of what I do for a living, most businesses go wrong with they don't have content to post, therefore they don't post. So when they go to post, all of a sudden they're chasing the tail. Hey, what are we gonna post? We're supposed to post today. We haven't posted for two days. They run around trying to figure out what to post and they don't do anything because they're always two steps behind. So it's like setting up to, to be successful is probably a good way to do it. Yeah. You have Can you to, relate to that? Yeah, I think about things ahead of time as in like, okay, so if I wanna post every single day, um, how do I, you know, create what, how do, what work do I need to put into creating that much content, you know, and how much time will that take? And then I set aside that time to come up with the ideas to either script the ideas as well. And then to, um, create the visuals, whether it's graphics for a image post or the, like what kind of editing, like the music and all that kind of style and the ideas for a visual post. So when I batch that stuff together, then I have my shoot day and I'll just knock out all that stuff at one time. You know, um, I've, I've actually was struggling with this for the last couple months. I was going through, I'm going through like a little transition with um, what I want to start creating my content to be now. Mm. Um, I've been testing some more cinematic style stuff instead of just my educational based, um, just looking at the camera and just telling you the facts, right? 
how to do this, how to do that. Um, I want to play with more like you, like we were talking about earlier before we really started this podcast was documenting, just documenting your life. But what does that mean? What does that mm. look like? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because that's... a lot of people who burn out, you know, they, they're like, I want to document my life. I just document it and then I have to think about doing stuff. But and doing it yourself, like you said. Yeah. Is, how is... do you do that seamlessly? You yeah. know, this is kind of a test of just taking your phone. I have two phones. I put my fo- one phone up to get behind the scenes or I get another phone and I do a live as well while he's capturing for the podcast. And then we can take clips from the podcast later, but then the live is great for people who just want to be here and watch it now. So we have so many different venues of how we can document our life, but it's we have to think about the end result and how that's going to turn into something that you want to use that's going to mm. connect with your audience and stuff. Those and clips. the more you do, the more you've got to now work with, which is good, but also bad because it can be intimidating. Yeah. Now rather than having one video to chop up, we've got three or four different pieces of content. <laughs> and do I really need all this? Is this beneficial? Is this just going to take me twice as long? Mm-hmm. It's it's tricky, right? Yeah, it is. And it could be simple. It's just a selfie might do the job. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's like it it's it's all about who you are, what your branding is. Because if you have a brand that is very engaged with your community. You know, you guys are going in and commenting on each other's comments. You see them asking questions. You're really engaged. You're really talking about whatever you're posting and stuff like that. There's probably different things you can get away with, you know, like doing lives sporadically and just throughout your day and them just connecting with you as an individual um, and getting to know you more personally. And then there's different things where like a, say like a brand that doesn't really have a personal face, but they just have a mission that everyone connects with. You know, like a gym, you know, everyone goes to the gym, but there's no real face of the gym. You, you could interview random people in the gym. You could put up different posts and share different things and thoughts and ideas and techniques from different people. There's different ways to create content and get content. That's not stuff that you personally have to create. You can take that from your community and share that. So that makes people feel so much more connected. You have to remember social media is that it's mm. social. Showing the culture. I yes. feel like you're getting it, right? Yeah. Like Smash Iron, I've had a bunch of the guys on. It's all about culture. Yes. Showing that culture. Because then you relate to the culture or you don't. But then you know whether you fit or not. Mm-hmm. And every bit, every business, every gym, every every everything's got a different culture about it. Yeah. Even our culture is so different to most people's, right? It's, yeah. Mm. Let's talk about that. Like, what are the expectations of being someone who does this on the daily? You know, what's what's your routine like when it comes to creating content consistently? I always put this back to the gym. If you haven't been in the gym for five years and all of a sudden you go every day for two weeks, what are you going to do? You're going to burn out. You never want to get back to the gym again for another five years. But if you go to the gym three days a week for an hour for the rest of your life, you can probably maintain that. You probably can keep that consistent. I approach content creation the same way. Don't go in too hard too soon and burn out and not do any of it. Get some type of consistency with something which is attainable and maintainable and do that on a consistent basis. And then once you do that, then you can add your cardio after your workout. Then you can start going to the gym five days a week. Then you can start posting twice a day. Then you can start doing a video and a reel. Build on build on that base. Does that kind of get across what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So that's important. He said base. What is your base? What is a base? I would say a base is your your main message. You know, what are you about? Why are customers or prospects or your followers 
or your community a part of your branding? You know, why are they there? Why do you want them to be there? Is it because you have a service that you want to help them with? Is it because you have a product that you want them to buy and use and promote? Or is it just because you have a place where you want them to be, to hang out, to grow, to meet other people? I mean, whatever it is for you, you need to know what that is and you need to find a way to voice that, whether that's visually, visually, you know, with your style, with the font, I'm talking about like the colors, you know, the way that you voice your message. What are we connecting with? Are we connecting with a, an emotion, a feel of how you make us feel through your content? Or are you educating us with your knowledge? You're giving us solutions. Or maybe you're entertaining us because you're so funny, but at the same time, we keep coming back to you because we love what we're getting from you because of those kind of things that I just listed out. You have to find your base. And once you kind of have your base, that's when you can take a lot of the different aspects of using lives and posts and images and play with all these different things that create different types of engagement. So it's it's a lot. <laughs> what do you think about being consistent with your base? Like having like continuity with your base? What do you, do you think by continuity? Being like doing the same type of thing. Like you do a lot of educational stuff. I do a lot of educational stuff. Do you think that's more important to have a consistent base on that and then build around it and try different things around it? Or can you kind of throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks? So there's a lot of different ways that people would probably say this out there. And for me, I, I it depends because I think when you post on your feed, you want to be kind of consistent mm. in the sense so that people can recognize you literally by a few things like honestly like right now you're posting a lot of this so I, the I same background same background yeah the chair yeah you know, all those kind of things like that's that, kind right? of what i'm getting at right right sometimes i want to mix it up i'm like mm -hmm. maybe i should just play it safe and and have that base i think i think having that base is good but i think you can throw in different stuff mm. every once in a while just to kind of test i don't mm. think you should be afraid to test and and i think um just because the algorithm is always changing, I feel like it knows when you're trying doing something else, it tests that with you and like, yeah, it yeah, different people, which can be good know? and bad. And then sometimes your normal people probably won't see your tests at all, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so it could be something to play with. Um, I think stories, because stories I think are underutilized and under understood, um, they're not understood well. And I think stories is a great place to throw tests. Absolutely agree. And I think you Absolutely could do agree. whatever you want in stories, to be honest, as long as it's your personality, who you truly are, it's genuine and authentic. You know, I think the real people watch your stories, the ones that really want to know who you are and what you're about. So the more that you kind of want to throw your tests out in your stories, maybe then you can then take that and then put it on your feed if you mm. get really good response from it. I feel like stories is the best place to just pick up that phone and document and yep. be raw, be authentic doesn't have to be polished doesn't have to be lit like i do a lot in my car mm. like literally stick it on the, the mount in the car or i just pick it up and it gets way more views and way more traction than anything else i do that's crazy. including the podcast that's cool and sometimes like why do i even bother doing this when i can just pick <laughs> up my phone and it, it's frustrating well i think i think the podcast is kind of like showing the fact that you went on the journey and you have all your footprints there for everyone to see. Yeah. Because I think having so many different guests and then having those numbers of like, you know, you have like 30 or 50 or 100 like episodes shows that, wow, this guy's really serious. It shows that you are dedicated. It shows yeah. that you're disciplined. You know, stories, they come and go. And the only people who see your stories are the ones who constantly check your stories, the really committed people. 
So, you know, a month from now, people are going to come and find you. They're going to see your podcast. They're not going to see the cool yeah, stories you put out that's, there. That's a good point. So I think it's good to do all of it, you know? So I think for us, what, a cool thing that you would do, like say you collaborate with someone such as Brendan or myself, and you created a live. You went on Instagram Live, one of the easiest things you can do. You don't have to be in person to do that. And I think when you get that, that you get that stuff, then you go back in your stories when you get off the live and just say, hey, everybody, check out my live. I just went with this guest or my special guest, and we're talking about blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna go deeper on some of these things here, just one-on-one. Like a call to action, right? Right, yeah. right. I love that. That's so, something I don't do, which I probably should be doing. Yeah. Hey, I just had this great conversation with Michael. We talked about this. Come check it out on, on mm. this platform. Absolutely. Great idea. And you could like skim the surface of what you were talking about, right? And if you do that on Instagram, you can save it to your phone. I'll put on Facebook stories, Instagram stories. LinkedIn's got stories too now. Yeah. Um, so much. YouTube shorts. Yep. Like there's, yeah. So you can repurpose that on, even on TikTok. You mm-hmm. can repurpose that a lot of different places. Real quick, I want to add on too. The way that you should look at this is just like how TV used to be. It, this is your own TV station. And you are the producer, the director, the, the actor, our actress. And you are the person in front of, behind of, all of it. You're managing all of it. You're the producer. So what shows are you going to put on your feed? Every show is a, is like, is a different post on your feed. That what people see are like, okay, cool. They're scrolling. They're scrolling, flipping through channels. Okay, they're flipping through channels. And then they stop on your episode for like a quick second. You know, and then they're like, cool, I want to go see more. So then they tap your name and then they go down and they just binge a whole bunch of your stuff. If your stuff is bingeable, which is what I was doing with my educational things, like I do a series of one topic and I cover three different questions or three different aspects or parts and people would just literally go through all my content like that. And this is stuff I posted a long time ago. So you have to think about the longevity of your TV show. If you're putting out episodes and they can connect like that so people can flow through it, the algorithm is going to love that. If you do stories where you go behind the scenes and you're talking about before when you're setting up before you go on live or you're at work and you're getting going out to get a coffee real quick and you just got off the phone with a prospect, the good things and the bad things of what you learned about that. Or maybe they had a problem that a lot of your people in your audience had a problem on. You go deeper into that in your stories. Give people reasons to stalk your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that. Like, I mean, that's really it. It's really it. You need to give people reasons to, yeah. to check you out. You know, don't just sell them stuff. They, they want to follow other people because they're escaping their own life. I mean, you got to look at it this way. It's, it's a double-edged sword, social media. Mm. You know, you don't want to become a consumer. And that's one thing we can all fall into, especially if you're professional at this, it's because you want to get ideas and you want to watch and see what everybody else is doing. Yeah. But you don't want to get so caught up into it that you just You're not are... taking any action. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stop consuming, start creating, I always like to say. But it's nice to consume to learn how to get better at creating if you create. <laughs> There's this give and take. Mm-hmm. Um, you touched on something I want to ask you more about. It was totally totally skipped my mind so i'll let you keep talking for a second (laughs) okay (laughs) but i had a good point no it's good like um was it regards to um not being a consumer or is it before that it was before that so possibly about like when you are something with like your routine or 
I'm trying to I'm trying to win it. Remember it now too. Yeah, we're trying to with these like we're trying to keep this as like organic and free, yeah. free flowing as yeah. possible, right? Yeah. And I I feel like so many things are kind of staged, and you talk, I talk. It's mm -hmm. I just want this as as raw as possible, mm -hmm. as as relatable as possible, right? right? It's just it's just a conversation, you know. Honestly, um, the way that I love having these kind of things is, I like to feel the conversation. Mm. you know um i don't like to have an agenda yeah much. yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at right yeah you may have this at top of mind but you you fluctuate around it or it doesn't have to be this way you see some conversations where they always come back to the question always come back and they're not really listening and they don't really all uh authentically let it just evolve by itself and i don't like that i'd rather just see where it goes and and just be true to the conversation and actually listen and ask intelligent questions back and forwards yeah it doesn't have to be so scripted and so and so staged mm -hmm. i feel what interests us is going to interest those who are watching mm. or at least a couple people is going to connect with somebody right so i think when we take the time to really listen to whoever we're talking to if you're going to collaborate with someone using a live or whatever in person i would always always don't just like maybe you might need a list of questions yes but don't be afraid to just go off the path a little bit to dive deeper into the emotion that, you know, might've triggered something deeper into that, that person. Say like, um, so like we're talking about like what inspires us as individuals to do what we do every day. Yeah. Um, that's a very personal question. And honestly, that's probably going to spark something deeper than just, Oh, I think it's fun. You know, a lot of people are like, well, yeah, it's fun. But what about for you personally? And he, Brendan, he has he has an amazing background. He's not a U.S. citizen. Like he he's like a person who has a whole like adventurous past that you probably didn't know about. You know, so my parents they when they became citizens here and moved from Jamaica, like that opened up a whole other venue of our life. And a lot of people don't know that part about me. That could be actually really intriguing. Showing up the come up of even getting to this point. You know, I was past military. I was all these different things. Brendan has his own history of doing cool things here in Vegas. Mm. So it's like these things are very interesting to people. So don't be afraid to go off the path of what you think is like, this is the business question that they're asking. Like, how do you make this type of post? You know, like go into the individual, like human side of some of these things. Yeah, the relatable side. Yeah. The question I had for you, and I'm interested in asking this because I go through it myself. How much is too much content how much is too much posting and how do you get past the fact you feel like nobody's watching nobody's engaging nobody cares you've got to be going through this too yes and so and um, i feel like if you're just getting started it's even harder right it's, it is hard so i would there's there's a couple different things here there's two different paths if you're trying to get quick get quick and just get up running quick and get your stuff out there quick um, there's ways to do that, but it's not going to help you long-term. You know, you can create fast awareness mm. by, by like following trends. You know, you can follow trends, you can get a lot of cool awareness, but you're not going to get anyone to stick around for you. You haven't provided any value. You, right. you haven't built a community. Right. You, you're, you're thinking short-term and not long-term. Right. I, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah. But if you're putting out quality value of stuff that interests you, and who you are talking to, your community, even if you don't have one yet, but you know who you're talking to, people like you, like your past self, you know, if you don't know who you're serving, just think of your past self. You know, the things that you went through and you figured out that you wish you would have known before, that's your past self. 
So now you can package up those ideas and those situations and those experiences and communicate directly to your past self. Try journaling to kind of help you get into this mindset. Like you're just journaling about what you did and what you went through. And then that at least opens up that chasm in your mind to kind of talk those things through to the camera. So I would say if you can bring content like that of value and you're putting that kind of stuff out on a consistent basis, yeah, maybe you're not gonna get your hundreds of thousands of views, but you're gonna build your TV shows. Okay, mm. you're, you're gonna build your TV shows. And then like Gary says, building debt first width. Yes. And yeah, and I'll explain that. Debt first width is like, rather than having 100,000 followers, you got 1,000 who are true fans. People who are gonna buy from you, people who are gonna recommend you, people who are gonna tag you, people who are gonna listen to you, engage with you, opposed to 10,000 people for shaking your boobs who don't care about anything but you shaking your boobs. Yeah, they looked at yours for what, half a second, and then they scrolled on past the next 100 and mm. forgot about you. So yeah, you're getting a lot of views. Yeah, you're getting a lot of DMs. But I mean, is that paying you? Like, yeah, and are that... you helping people? I feel like the path that we're taking, trying to help other people, is yeah. the hardest path to get following, to get right. to get exposure. It right. takes time. But you and I love it, and we would do it for free. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that passion is is the driver behind it all, right? Right. Yes. And I don't want when I said paying you, I mean. Is it really giving you uh, like the reward that you want? Like, is this who you really want to become? You know, so for us, this is who we really want to become. Like, this is a personal journey for me. I'm not here to become someone famous. I'm not here to like put myself out there and flex on the world. I want to create a community of creators mm. and, and be able to like really compete with Hollywood, but not necessarily to compete with Hollywood, you know, because I don't care what they're doing. I just want to be able to create films and travel the world and create with cool people and try different things and take the technology and push it to its limits and surprise myself with my own capabilities in this space. I want to be able to like make like a cyberpunk movie mm. about like uh, like some type of character that's going through some type of, you know, life experience that people can relate to, but it's also cool and different. You know, like I have all these ideas and I know a lot of creators do, but we're trying to figure out how we can leverage our time to do these ideas instead of just give our time away to the system mm. of nine to five. So it's, it's how do you become your own boss? You know, so the way that we kind of got into this is we saw an opportunity to use the skills that we've developed from just however we got into this. Yeah. Space, yeah. You know, to then make some money to continue doing what we love to do, but with a goal in mind. So that's what like really locks in why we do what we do and what keeps us from the whole burnout full circle, you know? So it's like- And every now and then like you run into somebody. Like I had a guest on, he's like, because of your videos, my change my business through my social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I want, my goal with the podcast is I want to walk into a coffee shop and someone come up to me like, hey, because of you, I started this business and now I'm here. Or because of you, I just dropped a hundred pounds because of you. Or what Michael said on your podcast, change this. That's that's my true purpose. That's the calling behind my podcast. Nice. And that's, you, I, for me, I couldn't think of a more rewarding thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just dropped a hundred pounds. I saved my marriage. I prevented from a heart attack. I now live a happy, fulfilling life because a piece of content you put out there three years ago. That's awesome. Wouldn't that be cool, right? Yeah. So. You're trying to help creators. I'm trying to help individuals. Mm -hmm. And it's all about providing value and giving back and trying to help others. Absolutely. And I love doing this. I would do this for free for the rest of my life because I love it. Yeah. And I always feel like that is a that is a good indicator knowing you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. 
Would you agree on that? I do. Um, I feel like my best self whenever I'm in these types of situations. Mm. I don't feel, I feel so present. There's no hidden agenda behind it, right? right? Yeah. It's just being organic and true to yourself. Yep. I feel, I don't have to really think and I'm not in my head. And it's weird because I, I would say that I have uh, ADHD tendencies, you know, so I'm always thinking of 10 different things at once and doing three of them very poorly. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> There's a, um, I just read um, Total Focus. Have yeah. you read that yet? No, I haven't. It's like, it's a Navy SEAL. The first sentence, if you try to catch two rabbits, you catch none. Yes. And I love that. It was yeah. so simple. But I'm like, you know what? Like you never really achieve anything when you're trying to do two things at once. Yep. 80%, like that 80-20 rule, 80% effort into one thing and 20% kind of dabble. Mm-hmm. I, that's the way I like to look at it. Yes, I like that. So not 30, 30, 30. Yeah. <laughs> you need to pick one. Yeah. And that's why I say you need to have a routine when it comes to content. And honestly, you need to have a routine for everything. But when it comes to content, you need to figure out what your base is and then how you can, can do that consistently, like Brendan and like myself. And when you get to a point where burnout is going to, you know, come, you need to recognize what your tendencies of burnout is. You know, when you start getting tired or when things seem to just pile up too much or when you just don't look forward to doing that thing that That'd you be actually a huge enjoy, one, right? you know, that being a huge one. Yeah. You need to find ways to mm. get out of your normal environment, your, your normal swing to re-inspire you. What are some things that you do to kind of get yourself out of the mix? Like I know you sometimes fly your drones. Sometimes you go out yeah. and ride your your one wheel. My one wheel. Yeah. Like I've been meditating lately, mm-hmm. and that's due to a podcast. Yeah. Um, meditation, meditation, meditation. I'm like, hey, all these successful people I look up to mm-hmm. are preaching meditation. So that's now something I've done for two weeks. Nice. Two weeks, ten minutes a night, but that's made a big difference. That's awesome. Um, try to just get outside and just get off my damn phone. Yeah. That yeah. and in I I say that from a point of view where I'm not really consuming. I'm creating, I'm posting, but it takes up so much of my day. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I hate being on my phone all the time. But then I know the power of it too. So I'm really torn on that. I really don't know how much to do before it's a burnout, before, hey, is this enough? Or, hey, is more always better? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And there's not really anyone there to tell you the right or wrong answer because it's different for everybody. It's tricky, right? It is tricky. I feel that, in in the in in my sense of the of how I go about it, um, stepping away helps in so many different ways because it kind of gives you back the power, <laughs> knowing that you're not like just stuck in the in the the endless scroll, you know. Because it's easy for us to just jump up and get back to work because we mm. like what we do, but sometimes stepping away and just taking in the air, taking in the quietness, going out, doing something without your phone. It's so weird now, you know, to do that, mm. which is so strange to think about. But it's so um, important to do it. It is important to mm. disconnect and just be in the moment around and stuff like that. Because we as humans, you know, we're not digital. We're not the we're not plugged in really. So we need to really remember to take that time away. And I think it's okay to take breaks. You know, I really think it's okay to take breaks. And I yeah. think batching your content can help and scheduling yourself can help and all that stuff um and yeah you may take a little bit of an engagement hit but the thing is it's your tv show and i think if you are building it the right way if you're building authentically if you're not just doing trends 
you know, and people actually follow you because of you and your personality and what you bring as a valuable resource to them, you're going to see a lot more um, people bounce back and be more excited when you return with certain ideas mm. and value. And I've seen people do this where they like, they're more creatives. They're more like artists. Okay. Like they'll do like a, like a photo painting or something like that. Right. And they'll create like maybe like a visual effects kind of thing. I see this one guy, he does anime visual effects and he creates a scene from anime, but he reanimates himself with CGI and then like does all these green screen like effects and stuff. And it takes him weeks to make one post. But when he makes this one post, it's quality. Yeah, you know? I like and he, that. And he puts out like the behind the scenes until he puts out the real main piece. So his behind the scenes stuff is like kind of cool. You get like two seconds of his, what he's really working on, but you see all his effort of like those two seconds like that he put together. <laughs> yeah, until you get to see the whole thing put together. And I think we need to do more things like that. We need to show people that, hey, it's a process, all of it. If you're a realtor, you know, you could talk about, man, like, so I just got like, I was put in like 10 calls today. One person wants to look at a house tomorrow. And then you take us on the, the house call, mm. like, you know, like take us around, show the house, show the person, ask some questions, whatever, make it a show, you know, and then be like, at the end of the day, like, if, if they don't buy, you could talk about it. If they do buy, you could talk about it or whatever. <laughs> Matter of talk about yeah, it. Yeah, right. I got a question I'll, for you. Yeah. And I've, I can think of a bunch of people. There's people who have taken action on social media and they've just blown themselves up doing, doing stuff that's providing value or they've just taken action. Mm -hmm. So there's a guy in subways in New York who sketches strangers. Have you seen it? I think so. It's amazing. Yeah. Are they caricatures or are they real? They're, like, they're real life like uh, pencil drawings, I guess. Probably like, not. I haven't seen that one then. So he'll sit opposite you and he'll literally just draw you and then you'll... On the subway. On the subway. Oh, uh, yes, And then yes, he hands the yes. pictures with his phone up. Right. And they and don't he, even know he was doing no, it the whole And time. he makes people cry and this and that. He's absolutely huge now. Yeah. He's probably getting so much work he doesn't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. He's so famous just by picking up a phone and taking action. Mm -hmm. Who's someone comes to your mind? Similar type of thing. I would say there's this one guy that I see who goes around and he'll like ask random people to do, do some weird task. Not like weird, like obscene, but like something like, hey, um, do you mind talking to me for like three minutes? Or, hey, um, do you want to play hopsticots? Or like just some kind of random thing like that, right? And then um, he'll just offer them like a really awesome compensation or reward for that, like a new car sometimes or, really? or like a lot of money or something like that. And he's just blessing these people. And these people literally out of the kindness of their hearts opened up to him in the beginning, not oh, because, not because yeah. like they wanted a reward, you know, but because they just, they just saw the kindness in his heart or the genuine connection that they had when he came up and asked for just whatever favor. You know, something small or sometimes even something big like, hey, can I take a shower in your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get, oh, it's nuts. Um, the guy who asked, hey, what do you do for a living? You yeah. must have seen him by now, right? Yeah, yeah. And he goes around asking all these people, like these millionaires. And yeah, stuff just, like hey, that. Well, what do you do for a living? How do you afford that car? Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Went from that nobody to absolutely worldwide. No, by the by the 1% community of mm -hmm. that. Just, I mean, how easy that is to go around and ask so, a question with your phone. So, but you're also learning so much at the same time. Yep. Like the amount of value he's he's learned is unbelievable. I got to get a guest in here, sit him down, set it up. He just runs up to a stranger and yep. 30 seconds, it's over. Yep. But just by taking action, having an idea, not overthinking it, picking up the phone, not worrying about equipment, not worrying about lighting, audio. And I feel like a lot of people look at that and they're like, oh, I could never go out in public and randomly walk up to someone. 
Yeah, you know, there's probably a lot of videos of people saying, get away from me, Rod. Turn that yeah, camera yeah, off. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you probably don't see because social media is the highlight of your life. The highlight reel of everyone's mm. like experience. And I think we get caught up in the fact that it has to be perfect. It doesn't need to be. You can go out and you can learn through experience of, of trial and error. There's a lot of times where we've made mistakes where the microphone was on or the battery cut off or the whole thing mm. didn't record, you know, and or there's times where we post it and nobody watches it. You know, there's times when that's going to happen and that's part of the journey, you know. And also and some, something that comes to mind, too. The more you do that type of stuff, it's like it's like making sales calls. It's like yes. cold calling. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you've seen the first show I ever did was The Cheeky Truth. Did you see that? I did. Dude, I used to walk up to strangers on the strip and ask them like sexual questions. Do you know how many people said no at first? And then I would say 90% of people said yes because I got really good at pitching it. And I would have 10 to 15 seconds to stop a stranger on the Las Vegas strip and you get better at it. Yeah. And then shooting strangers was another one I did. Walk up to a stranger, do a little quick five minute photo shoot, tons of no's. But it gives you a thicker skin and you learn not to take it personally. Yeah. And if you can do that and do that consistently, you get a thicker skin, you get better at it. And I mean, not everybody needs to run up to a stranger and do it that way, but there's always a way that you can do it for your business. Like you're talking about the artistic side, right? Yeah. You're just documenting your drawing picture, documenting you making a painting. It doesn't matter. There's, there's, a, there's a way. There's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. And you got to find the right way for you that works for your personality, your, your type of personality, your confidence, your... Mm. Absolutely. So it's it's what works for you. So if you are a business owner and you have like a brick and mortar building, you offer a service or a product or something like that. What do you do? You know what? Like how do you connect with people? What you know, makes you different to everybody else? Too, yes. Right? Yes. What makes you different? Twenty thousand realtors in Las Vegas. Man. What makes you different as a realtor in Las Vegas? Mm -hmm. And make it public. Mm -hmm. And if you don't put yourself out there and someone else does, how do you expect to stand out? Right. Don't don't limit yourself. Don't be like, well, I can't be a Ryan Pineda because he's in realty, you know? And I, I can't be a like a Grant Cardone. I can't be a Gary V. I can't I'm not good at talking on camera. You know, I don't look good on camera. I don't like sound good on camera. It's, it's sometimes you don't even need to be on camera. <laughs> a lot of time you don't need to be. Even like um what is it, Fiverr? You can get little emojis. You can, mm -hmm. I think you did it, didn't you? Yeah. I made I made my own emojis. I, I've done a little bit of everything creative. Like animated you know, type yeah. thing, right? I've, I've used Legos and animated stop motion animation. So it's there's so many unlimited venues and ideas mm. that you can do. It's just what, what do you want to do? What can you do that's unique to you? What self skills do you already too, have? Right? Like, yeah. so, like I've got a Australian accent. So if yeah. I'm not on camera, but I just use my voice, it's probably going to stand out more than American accent just because it's a it's an accent. Yep. Self-awareness. Yep. It's part of your brand name. You're a good looking guy. <laughs> be on camera. It works Boom. in your favor, right? Like yep. whatever it is. If you have a certain type of style, you know, like I wear my, my hats a lot just because my hats have like the Lego emblem on the back and, and people recognize that. Um, and I got Sonny who wears the high socks with pictures on it. There you go. That's his, that's his thing. Yeah. That's his gimmick. Yeah. And it's, it's like, what is your thing? You know, like, don't be, don't lock yourself into what you think 
everybody wants to see or what you think everyone expects of you, go out there and just develop yourself and grow into who you want to become. Like it's, it's something that you can change. You can develop as you go. And learn that no matter what you do, not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Will Smith, you impress, you try to impress everybody. You impress nobody. Mm-hmm. Be authentic to yourself because yes. you're the one you're stuck with. Yeah. If you, you put on this persona, you pretend to be someone else and you become big because of that, you now have to keep that persona up. Which I, that sounds awful, right? Mm-hmm. I'm ex- you and I are the exact same person on camera as we are in real life. Yeah. And I feel like that is so damn important. And yes. we don't dress up. We're not trying to pretend to anyone. This is what we wear. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we wear to work. This is what we wear every day. So mm-hmm. why pretend? And Gary, I think Gary Vee changed that big time, right? Mm-hmm. Wearing beanies, not wearing a suit. Hey, you can't do a presentation and swear. You can't wear a beanie. You, where's your suit? He just stuck to himself and he got big because he stuck to himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very, I think it's never been more acceptable to be that way. Yeah. I mean, you can see it coming out right now with people being fake on camera and then being caught off behind the scenes when someone has a phone and they're at a party and they're like, oh, look at so-and-so slapping whoever, you know. All the fake weights in the, yeah. in the workout videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The perfect lighting. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's always little... Mm-hmm. There's people are tw- trying to create a perfect life, you know, just to get you to subscribe to them. And honestly, I think the more and more that we get used to cameras being all over the place, um, we're going to see the real people rise to the top, and we're going to see the fake people pretty much kind of get pushed aside. Kind of like bad businesses on social media. Yeah. There's no room for bad businesses anymore because it will pop- become public very quickly. Yep. Yeah. So you got you got to have a high standard. You got to have high integrity. People are going to have to learn how to be human and, mm. and, and work on a lot of the internal stuff because I'm noticing this too is that people are like, you're starting you're starting to see a huge shift from people accepting negativity. You know, a lot of people who absorb that stuff start gravitating towards it. You know, they just like to see people bicker and fight and they watch those types of TV shows. Yeah. They consume all the news. They consume all that kind of stuff and they think that's life. Right. They they're they have adapted that as their life feel. Other people such as yourself, myself, we're the opposite. We'll consume on the positive thing to build ourselves up mm. so that we can give so that we can build into other people so that we can lift up communities and create communities. You know, we want to give back. We're not looking to drain. We're looking to to grow and to nurture. And I think when you surround yourself with that type of environment and people and and content that you do consume. It, it creates a whole nother um, perspective of yourself mm. because you're you're nurturing yourself with different things that actually are going to uplift you instead of you just looking and pointing and blaming and comp- complaining about all these different things. You're actually like fixing and, and giving and, and, yeah. and like, you know, like you're speaking life into and, and it comes full circle, both sides, you know? So I think, I think when it comes to all this kind of stuff, you really got to look at the power of building a real community and understanding who your brand is and having that base and having that routine and understanding who you are internally. Like it's all huge. I like what you said earlier too, like with the real estate, Hey, I made that sale. I didn't make that sale. It's okay to show. I felt the problem with social media is everything's shiny and it's the perfect lighting and Hey, this went well. Hey, I'm under this waterfall. I mean, this helicopter, but nobody shows the real life. Yeah. That's like, what percentage of life do you think is actually like that? Like 1% of your life, 5% of your life is actually where things are falling into place and everything's mm-hmm. good and rosy. 
it's it, I feel like the more you show, hey, I lost the sale, I should have done this, I uh, could have done that better. It's more relatable and it's more it's more being a human being. Not everything's like for me, I did the cool stuff ever with a camera. And I show that, but I also try to show the fact that it can be boring. And mm-hmm. I honestly, I probably need to show more of it because 5% of what I do is probably actually out there doing the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. 95% of it's back here, <laughs> yeah. posting, grinding, yeah. DMing, emailing, the boring stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's just, what we call boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm spoiled. What I do is cool and I love what I do. But unfortunately, most of it is, is the boring stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, don't don't be shy to show. Hey, the the is the baddest side of it not necessarily the right word, but like the the highlights. Like, yeah, but I'm get get away from the highlights. Yeah, so get much. away from the highlights so much and, and show, show show the what's real the word stuff? I'm looking for the real no makeup. <laughs> no yeah, filter. yeah, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag no filter. <laughs> <laughs> no filter on your social. I like yeah. that. That's a that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. So I think I think when we like really want to wrap this up and kind of say for for you guys to really understand is you know get out of your own way, go out there and try different things you know, figure out who you are and allow that to shine through, you know, and on a consistent basis. Um, doesn't matter if there's tons of people in your space. What are you bringing? That's you, and 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 just develop that as you go you know, and find other people who have the same type of mindset and work together. There is no, there's no more competition to be honest with you. You know, there's only competition to the ones that are afraid to lose. And I think the people that see everything as an opportunity or a lesson are never going to lose. If you can take the, the opportunity that you have in front of you and you get out of your own way so that you actually do do something instead of locking yourself away and doing nothing because of lack of action, then you're going to come away with either learning something or you're going to accomplish something. Okay. So you have to look at all those things that way and Mm. you can't, you can't slow up for that. And when you need to rest, rest, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Just, just get, just prepare yourself for the next step. You know, take that time, make time to take that time. If you can. Yeah. Just to add to that, like don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. Don't get caught up on other people's opinions. You can't, you can't not take action because you're worried what your partner at the time thought or your parents think or if you're going to fail or what are people going to think if I lose money. Failing is only failing when you give up. The failing forward, failing quickly, always getting back up if you do fail. That just, oh, so many people just get so caught up. I can't do this. What happens is, don't think worst case scenario. Yeah. It is, it is a lesson. I've failed many a times. I've, I will fail plenty more times. If I'm not failing, I'm not learning, I'm not growing. Is this podcast going to be huge today? No. Is it going to be huge in five years' time? I have no idea. But what I do know is I'm going to give 110% continually, consistently, and we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I like what you say. Get out of your own road. Don't overthink it. Surround yourself with the right people. Self-education. We read a lot of books. Lot, um, and that helps because sometimes it's hard to find the right people to surround yourself with. If you can't get around the right people, there's a million books out there, audio, podcasts, um, buy a book, rent a book, library. Yeah. St- it's, there's, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's you have access to anything YouTube. you want right now. You can YouTube all these different kinds of things. Too. How do we learn? Ca- oh, for me, I learned camera on YouTube. Yep. I don't know how much you did, but 
I, I learned a lot through just hands-on with people who were in person who were yep. able to like, just like, hey, come along, hang out with me, do all this kind of stuff. Which is and huge. And then, then YouTube as well. But you probably asked to be around those people too, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's they like- They just like bring you up and like, hey, Michael, I'm going to teach you video. And right. Like, you actually hey, have to be, you, like I go out and taking like, action. I'll see people doing stuff. I'm like, hey, what's that? Going around, like make connections, make friendships, you know, talk about what you like to do. You never know who has the same hobby as you if you don't bring it up and talk about it and share yeah. about it, you know, it's, just huge, <laughs> it's, right? it's funny because like people will be in a social group together, go out and just talk about work or the weather or the sports team. And they never talk about themselves because they think like, well, if I put myself out there, I'm going to be rejected. No, this part of growing as a person is being strong in who you are and figuring out who you are. If you don't figure out who you are, how are you going to like, how is anyone else going to connect with you if you don't even like yourself or what you do? Mm. You know, you need to understand that you are so important to you. You need to learn you <laughs> so that other people yeah. know who of, you are. The more of you you put out, the more you attract back too, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I have certain things I put out and everyone I meet now is just like me. Yeah. And Tony Robbins says this, we like people like ourselves or people like we want to be. And I'm a huge believer of that. What would you say is something that you are working on currently right now, like when it comes to either business or life, you know, something like that's like your driving force. Like, what are you trying to get to as a, as a whole? realizing what actually makes you happy? Mm. And that is huge, right? It's one thing to make money, but what I do remember is I remember experiences, good or bad, way more than I do making hundred dollars or X amount of money in a week. Um, and then trying to realizing no matter how much you get paid, there's only so much money, so many hours in a week. So learning to realize to run a business or to make true money, you need to be able to step back and run a business and delegate and send other people out and leverage yourself. Because mm -hmm. even I was making $1,000 an hour, it's still only 40 hours, 60 hours in a week. You're still capped. But right now, if I'm sitting there talking to you and I've got 10 people out working for me, I'm not capped anymore. Yeah. And that applies to if you're a hairdresser, you're a masseuse, you're a, any business, videographer, photographer. And then the main thing is just trying to help as many people as I can because I know by doing so, I'll get paid in return at some point. Right. And if I don't, I love it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Anything else you want to touch on? I think that's... Uh, I would just say... If you're, if you're on the fence about getting into the content creation space or if you are at a point where you're frustrated. Or your business is struggling. Yeah. I would say just, just give it another go, you know, and this next go or this next, you know, time that you decide to give it a try again, really focus on the things we kind of covered, which is what is your base? Who are you? and who you're talking to, and, and, and what consistent way can you work these things into your content, which doesn't create you know overwhelm. Whether it's just one post a day, talking about certain things, just diving into stories, maybe just focusing on 80, 20, just one thing with most of your energy. Um, just try to find a way to do something consistently and, and, and really dive into who you are while you're doing it. Like let that, the rawness, the authenticness come out and, see what happens, see who connects with you. You know, it's not about just making that transaction. Like I said before, it's really about creating yeah. that community. And just remember 60% of businesses break even or lose money. Mm -hmm. So over half. And then 90% of businesses fail in the first five years. And then 90% of those businesses fail in the next five years. Mm -hmm. So you now have this tool in your pocket, which is free to create content. 
back in the day to stand out, you had to create a TV ad, you had to pay, you had ads on TV. And it was a risk because you didn't know it was going to work. Yeah, you didn't know it was going to work. And it cost you a small fortune. <laughs> yeah. Now you have a tool in your pocket. It doesn't cost you anything besides a little bit of time. And most of you aren't doing it. It's too easy. It's get too on. easy to do. Get on it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Get on it and watch your business explode. Cool. See you guys. Thanks for watching.